Hello and welcome to Inside IB, your guide to the ins and outs of student life at Imperial College Business School. Real experiences as told by the students themselves. This podcast is your one-stop shop on what it's like to study at Imperial on one of our master's or MBA programmes. I'm Julia McShane, Director of Student Life here at the Business School. In this series, we're covering everything you need to know about joining the Business School and the fantastic opportunities on offer to you as a student. For our second episode, The London Experience, we'll be chatting all things, you guessed it, London. I think that this is one of the best cities to study in the world, and our students do too. You'll be hearing from Sam Ho, MSc Innovation, Entrepreneurship and Management student, and Supicha Ongsupangu on the full-time MBA about the perks of living in London and how to get the most out of this vibrant city plus their tips for moving here from overseas. First up we'll be chatting with Sam Ho. Lovely to meet you Sam and thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. I have got some rapid fire questions to start us off. Are you ready? I'm ready I'm ready. Okay where did you live before this program? Montreal, Canada. And when you were younger, what did you want to do when you grew up? Become a professional basketball player. Excellent. How How is that working out for you? Um, still a dream, I would say. Good. Good. It's important to keep these things important, important. Um, what is your top reason for studying MSc Innovation, Entrepreneurship and Management? Mm, to cultivate an entrepreneurial mindset. Nice. And in three words, can you describe London? Vibrant, social, um, and exciting. Brilliant. And for an IB Insider listener scoop, um, where could you tell us your favorite place to study on campus or favorite eating spot? What's your top tip? Um, the library cafe is severely underrated. Um, and in terms of study location, I'll also go with, um, the library. Nice. At the South Kensington library cafe. I did not expect that to come up (laughs) as our top eating tip. I love it. Um, so you lived in Montreal, Canada before the program. Whereabouts are you living? Don't give us your address, but whereabouts do you, are you living now? Yeah, so I'm living around the South Kensington area, about a 10 to 15 minute walk from campus. How brilliant. What an awesome area to live. Um, So I wanted to chat about all things London. I have a vested interest in this as London is my favourite city in the world. I moved here to come to university and I've never left. Um, So why were you drawn to studying in London? There are three main reasons that kind of explain my big move. So when I graduated from university just last year, I wasn't 100% sure what I wanted to do with my life. And I thought about, okay, well, master's programs in North America, most of them are two years long, whereas most of the programs in Europe, they're only one year long. And London has just been this city that I had never gotten to experience before. And I had so many friends who did do the one-year master's program at Imperial few years back and they just told me how exciting the city was so coming here to build my interest and just kind of figure everything out was kind of almost a no-brainer and also second point I think London is still severely underrated when it comes to vibrant startup ecosystems so at any given time during the week whether it's networking sessions with other entrepreneurs 
or, you know, being able to apply to all these different accelerators and incubators, I'd argue that London is the place to be when it's for people who are either interested in starting a business or scaling a business. And also last point. So when it comes to being able to travel the world as a student, I think that's one of the best times to do so just because the risk is so low, right? You don't have family at the moment. You don't have that much financial commitments. So coming to a new city and being able to interact with people from all these different backgrounds, it really was a no brainer for me. Awesome. What a brilliant answer. Thank you. And has London life lived up to your expectations? Um, I think parts of it has and parts of it hasn't. So if we kind of look at expectations versus reality, right? Um, London is much smaller than I anticipated. I kind of thought coming here, there would be so many different places that I wouldn't get to see just because of its sheer size. But public transport is literally so convenient here. Um, I can get from South Ken to Piccadilly Circus in a matter of 20 minutes. And for those who don't know where that is, that's essentially where central London is. Um, and uh, I guess another point, um, eating out, I envisioned to be very expensive, but it turns out it's more expensive than I had thought it would be, which is insane. Um, so for anyone who is thinking about studying in London or planning their trip to London, I would highly recommend um, planning out your budget and eat at home as much as possible. Because if you look at the grocery stores, they are a complete <laughs> steal when you compare to eating out. Um, but yeah, those are just some of the things that come to mind. Oh, Sam, you need to get, there's a, there's a timeout list of like budget eats in London. Um, and it does all the restaurants in London that, that are, are in more of a budget. I would highly recommend that list. I am a foodie. So I'll, we can chat after this. I'll give you a list of reasonably priced places. Um, so now Imperial College Business School's main campus is in beautiful South Kensington and the sun is out for us today and you can really see. Um, can you share some of your, and you live 10 minutes away from campus, which is great. So can you share some of your favorite things to do and places in the area? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I guess one of the things that comes right to mind is we are literally a five minute walk from the local gym that is Hyde Park. Um, during lockdown, this was literally my go-to just because there wasn't much to do. And it's still a great feeling being able to go out with one of your buddies, grab a cup of coffee and just stroll around um, the park. So that's one thing that comes to mind. And also um, as a basketball fanatic, um, there is a local court right across from High Park around Royal Oak Station. So for anyone tuning in that is even remotely interested in playing basketball, I would um, highly, highly recommend um, you check it out. And um, also just being around campus, right? I think nothing beats, you know, studying with a group of friends and being on campus and just, you know, just learning more about each other, doing schoolwork, et cetera, et cetera. Those are probably some of my best memories, to be honest, just the times on campus with all my friends. Um, and then just to throw in one more point, there are tons of great restaurants and cafes around the area that I've gotten to explore quite a bit. And so... You decided to live uh, quite close to campus. You made that choice to live kind of within 10, 15 minutes of campus. Um, what kind of accommodation did you decide to go for? 
Yeah, absolutely. So I was super, super lucky to find an apartment that was very well below market value. Um, just because I think with COVID, no one at the time was really searching for an apartment. So I got really, really lucky there. And I guess one tip that I would actually want to share is that I wouldn't just simply look at the housing agencies. I would also look at social platforms such as Facebook. There's some really, really great groups on there where you can find apartment listings that are listed way below prices that you would actually get at these agencies. Um, and also another point, you know, it is a walking distance from campus. Although we didn't get to go to campus that much just because of COVID and everything, my mindset was just, okay, if I can be 10 minute walk from campus, that is ideal. Um, and it's also super close to the university gym, which I've gone to use a little bit, um, but not as much as I would have liked. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, it's a really, really close walk to Hyde Park, which makes it very accessible. And, oh, last point, it's also super close to a few tube stations. So going downtown um, into central London is really easy to do. Brilliant. And now you know how good the transport is in London, like you've mentioned about the kind of how convenient it was. Do you think that would encourage you to live in a different part of London? If you came back and did this again, what would your thoughts be? Yeah, absolutely. When it came to finding housing, uh, for me, I was just kind of super excited to come to London. So I just wanted to find a place as fast as possible. So I didn't really explore some of my other options around London. So for those who are thinking about coming to London, I would highly recommend you explore different areas because public transport is honestly um, very, very accessible and very easy to use. Brilliant. That's really helpful. Thank you. And as an international student, um, what has been the most challenging part of moving to the UK? Um, in terms of challenges, I guess one thing that um, kind of came to surprise was that when I paid for rent initially from my apartment, um, they had asked for six months of rent, rent up front, which I was not used to and I had never heard of before in my life. Um, so, you know, transferring all that money into my bank account and being able to pay six months of rent up front, um, is just one challenge that I can think of. I mean, that sounds terrifying, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it really was. I was shocked. <laughs> but, um, other than that, you know, I think London is home to people who come from all these different cultures and ethnicities. And in terms of actually moving here, I've found the process quite, quite, quite smooth. Great. And would you have any like top tips for students moving here, like as an international student moving to London, you know, that might help you with a transition culturally or getting used to a new city or anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. I guess one tip I could offer is be sure to find an apartment before you come to London. <laughs> that is my one big tip because London rent is expensive. And if you don't have something in line once you're here, and everything starts to pick up, like school, for example, it makes it a lot more difficult. Um, so that's one piece of advice that I would give. Sounds brilliant. And just thinking back to London, your London experiences, you talked about running in Hyde Park, finding basketball courts, restaurants. What is your favorite London memory that you can tell us about? Yeah, so I guess my favorite memory of being in London so far as I look back is definitely being on campus with my fellow um, innovation, entrepreneurship, and management classmates. Um, just the idea, because I think, you know, 
our cohort, in my opinion, is ultra, ultra diverse, not only when it comes to ethnicity, academic background and culture. Um, like in our class alone, I can name people that are going to work at McKenzie, going to work at Google, um, that are, you know, turning their side hustles into full-time businesses, that are software engineers. Like the amount of diversity that we have within our class is absolutely insane. So thinking back to the times where we're all together on campus, being able to collaborate on different project ideas, on different businesses, um, that by far is my favorite memory of being in London so far. Really good. And where is your thinking about central London and iconic uh, views that you've had? Where where would be your, where's the view that's made you go, oh yeah, here we go, I'm in London? Yeah, the the, bri- the name of the bridge is slipping my mind right now, but I think it was called, it might have been called Tower Bridge. Um, I remember standing in the middle of Tower Bridge, not in the middle of Tower Bridge, but <laughs> on the side <laughs> of Tower Bridge and just looking across London and seeing the, um, what's the Ferris wheel called again? Oh, the London Eye. Yes, yes. And seeing the London Eye, that was the moment where I was like, okay, yes, I am here in London and it is freaking incredible. I think it's all those bridges. I do the same on the, it's, I think it's like the Millennium Bridge. It's a bit further along near the South Bank Centre. And you look across and there's Parliament and there's the London Eye. And there's, yeah, it's awesome. Really awesome. And if there was one touristy thing in London you would recommend doing, what would it be? Mm, going for afternoon tea. What, have you done it while you were here? Yes, I have, but I don't remember the name of the place that I did it at. <laughs> um, but it was an unreal experience just being able to kind of like immerse yourself within British culture because that's something that I had never experienced before. And another, to your earlier point, Julia, it was kind of like a reminder, like, okay, I am here in London and it is awesome. yeah I have to say I have been in London a long time and I still get that it's a great city so I think we are at the end of our interview um if there was any last things that you wanted to say about London or any final tips you would like to offer the incoming students yeah absolutely um I think just coming in with a very open mindset like knowing that you're going to be studying at one of the more most prestigious universities in the entire world. I think just making the most out of the opportunities here because, you know, although Imperial is known for, you know, its vibrant entrepreneurial ecosystem, its sciences, its medicine, there are just so many opportunities across the entire school, not just within the business school. And I think it's really important that you go out of your way to attend different events and engage in different opportunities to cultivate your interest in all these different areas. Because I think for most people, we don't really know what we want to do when we grow up. And I think at Imperial, it's literally the perfect place to figure it out, right? Um, But yeah, that's just one piece of advice I would give. Come in with an open mind and enjoy the time here because it will blow by super, super fast. Thank you, Sam. That was excellent. Really enjoyed chatting with you today. Yeah, thank you so much, Julia. Our second guest today is Supicha Ongsupangung. Supicha is part of our full-time MBA class. Hello and welcome to Inside IB. Are you ready for some rapid-fire questions? Yes, Julia, thank you for having me. (laughs) That's okay. Uh, So we're going to start with just a couple. Where were you working before joining the Imperial Full-Time MBA? Yeah, so I'm actually from Bangkok, Thailand, and then I work in Thailand as the category manager in an e-commerce company. 
And can you tell me the story of what happened when you received your offer to Imperial? It's very exciting for me because Imperial is the top school that I have in my mind. It's focused on the entrepreneurial side, which I'm very looking forward to do in the future. And so when I got an email from the school, I was really excited. And then so after that, I just went to tell my parents, my family, and then we just had a really good celebration, like what good dinner at, at that night. This is the last of the like quick fire questions. So what would be your IB insider scoop? What's your top tip for a standout application to Imperial College Business School? Um, actually, the first thing is to be yourself. You have to understand what your key competence is and then understand your goal, what you want to do in the future and how Imperial can help with the um, your learning that you want to go for, your um, future. That's absolutely great. So really, it's about being, totally being yourself in your application. That is your main top tip. Okay, now... Can you tell me why you chose to study the Imperial MBA? Yeah, um, as I have mentioned before, I want to go for the, you know, entrepreneurial um, route. And then Imperial offers a lot of like entrepreneurial resources, for example, Enterprise Lab. There's an entrepreneurial journey project that I'm actually doing now. I really enjoy because I have background in e-commerce and then the project that my friends and I are doing at the moment is and she want to open an e-commerce online platform in Africa. So she's from Amazing. Africa. And yeah, and then she want to open a fashion focused um, e-commerce platform. And then it's been like a, such a fun time working with people in our cohort and then learn about e-commerce and then the African market. So I'm really enjoying this part so far. Brilliant. And so you're setting up a new e-commerce. Is the plan to launch this e-commerce platform? at the end of your project or is it all theoretical at the moment are you hoping that that will be a business you go into it's actually my friend's personal project so she will launch this project soon i think it will be in this year so it will be excited to see like how it will um actually apply and go in real life like what we have we have built a lot of groundwork for it my my friend um built like an amazing um financial projection and also with the marketing and then the um, interview that we did with the pro- prospect um, customer, it would be exciting to see how it roll out. Amazing. Yeah, it's a really exciting new project. It sounds brilliant. And um, so before you moved here, what were you most excited about to live in London? Actually, like London is very diverse and then it's a big city. There's a lot going on and I have lots of fun, you know, like there's so many museums nearby the school, like National History Museum, V&A, and like uh, there's so many restaurants, interesting one as well, like Asian food or European, Italian, and even like with the lockdown, I can just go to like there's so many parks, I can just go and then walk around and enjoy the sunshine or going doing picnic in the summer. Excellent. And are you taking part in the British summertime picnic? So um, actually there are a lot of events that come with um, lots of events that this school organized. And then one of them is actually the picnic event. So this event, we um, the school organized with a bunch of, it's a mix between MBA students and also students from other courses. So I think like we're going to do one picnic event like this weekend. So to, like, we get to meet new people and then to learn about like their, their classes, their courses. 
Great. And what has been the most surprising thing about moving to London? That's a a little difficult question. (laughs) (laughs) It's just that maybe it's more diverse than I thought. I thought it's going to be like, you know, very British, very European type. But actually, like, I can find it, like, because sometimes I miss my home, my Asian, my home Asian food. But actually, like, there's a lot of options I can find. And then when you just walk around the street, I can hear, like, different languages everywhere. Yeah, it's very a diverse city. And then there's a lot of cultural mix in behind as well. I think that's a great description. You're so right, London, is you do expect everyone to have um, butlers and be drinking afternoon tea. But actually, it is a very (laughs) kind of funky, multicultural city. I think that's a really nice thing that kind of surprised you. Um, And can you share like some of the career advantages that studying in London has afforded you? Yeah, sure. So um, because I'm very interested to expand my understanding about retail and e-commerce industry, especially in its developed market, like in the UK. So, and I think the retail market in the UK is very vibrant and very dynamic. So there are many global um, retail companies, for example, like Tesco or like ASOS. And I want to have a real experience, real life experience with this developed infrastructure and system that drive the industry growth so that when I I can use this knowledge and to adapt in my future career, and because it is a capital city, so there are so many like companies and then I can just like, it's easy to talk and then network with like people within the city. Brilliant. And that's an amazing advantage. Absolutely. I, I mean, I've experienced a lot of ESOS, but uh, for my own personal, nothing to do with the development structure, just items coming through my letterbox that I'd like to buy. So what are your plans after you finish studying? Do you plan to stay in London, do a bit more exploring? What, what are your thoughts? I plan to do a bit more exploring within the city and also in, in the UK itself. Maybe trying to get an internship or get a a work experience maybe for a couple of years because we got a student visa right now, the two years extension. So it's very easy for like international people to just um, to work afterward. And after that, I will go back and then use this knowledge and experience that I have to work in Thailand. Brilliant. And are you going to stay in the same area of London if you stayed here to live in or would you explore, move to a different part of London? I really enjoy your South Kenya area a lot, but um, I, as if I understand correctly, most of the companies of the office will be on the east side. So maybe if I have a job around that area, it would be nice to like, you know, try and different environment and also be closer to to work yeah absolutely and what do you think i mean there's a big have you been out in east london much have you seen much of the difference between south kensington and east london yeah actually i think when i, I went to shortage mm-hmm. and then it's more like artistic and then it seemed like more young at the moment and then the buildings are like much taller <laughs> yeah I think that's a great description of East and West London. I love that. I love that. But I think that's one of the brilliant things about London is that that, that you can go to a different area and it's got a completely different feel. I think that adds that adds to it all. So we've only got one one last question. Can you share a piece of advice for other international students looking to move to London to study at Imperial? What would be your piece of advice? Yeah, there's so much to do in London. You know, there's the museums, the food, the musicals you can see. And so you have to manage your time well and balance that with your study. 
And also we have to take advantage of all student discount. You know, there's so many student discount offer in restaurant and subscription like Amazon Prime. So especially with traveling, so trying to apply for Oyster card and student card early to get the discount when you travel inside London and outside of London. That is a great top tip. I'm very envious. My student discount ended a very long time ago. Um, you'd think I should get it working at a university, but never mind, never mind. Um, well, I just wanted to say thank you so much. That was great. That was so lovely to hear about your kind of insights on London. And that concludes this episode of Inside IB, your guide to the ins and outs of student life at Imperial College Business School. Real experiences as told by the students themselves. I've been your host, Julia McShane, and once again, thanks to our guests, Sam and Supicha, for sharing their imperial experience. Join us again next week for our third episode on the social side of studying at Imperial, again, from the people who know best, our brilliant students. In the meantime, head to the Imperial College Business School website to find out all you need to know ahead of starting your imperial journey. You can find the link in the episode description. 